guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns success. Whatever that word or concept might mean to you, however that concept is defined in your world, I think we can all agree we want it. Success is easier to attain when times are good, when people are sure of their next paycheck and feeling relatively happy. Leadership is easier when people are content, the cash flow is steady, and the sun is shining. However, this is not always the situation. And we've all heard of businesses, especially small businesses like us, that have not made it through a tough time. You know, lots of people are talking about resilience, but what does that mean? And how do you know if you and your business are resilient enough to withstand the current challenges? Those are your questions, and that's what's on the agenda for today and for the next few weeks. Resilience as a business leader. Hey, I'm Janice, and welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew, and let's get into today's episode. In an attempt to make this episode factual, and to get a better picture of what many of us may be up against, I sat down and I googled some statistics. Dude, save yourself the heartbreak and upset. When you look at traditional small business failure rates and compare them to the current predictions with regards to the COVID-19 fallout, it's easy to get discouraged. It may be tempting to throw in the towel and call it quits, but that might not be a possibility and probably isn't necessary. I'm a firm believer in things will get better. You just need to figure out how to wait. And by that, I certainly do not suggest you waste your time. While the next few episodes will break down today's points in more detail, today is kind of a a larger picture look at what's happening and what areas we need to look at in order to ensure our resilience and that of our business. Let's start out with some definitions and some numbers. A small business in Canada is defined as one that has between 1 and 99 employees. 
and less than 500 employees, according to the American Small Business Association. According to a report from Industry Canada in 2019, small businesses made up 98% of all businesses. I thought that was pretty amazing to think about, especially when you take into consideration that they don't include self-employed entrepreneurs in this business count. In the U.S., I was able to find 2020 stats, which revealed that there are 30.2 million small businesses, comprising 99.9% of all American businesses, according to the SBA. The European Union is a bit different again, and defines a small business as employing between 11 and 50 people with a turnover of less than 10 million euro. And according to the European Commission, small and medium enterprises, or SMEs, make up 99% of all businesses in the EU. And by the way, I'll link to all the documents that I'm using in the show description below, so you can read up for yourself or fish around the stats until your heart is content. But I think we can agree that small businesses are really the heart of an economy. I love that. I love to think of how many people, their dreams and ideas, their innovations and intentions are making world economies turn. Maybe that seems flowery, but I want to inject some romanticism in here because next we're going to look at the rates of failure, and I hate to just dive into something like that without a little cushion. Traditionally in the U.S., about 20% of businesses fail in their first year. Not too bad, eh? And that number goes to 50% in their fifth year. That's less nice. And 70% of businesses fail by their 10th year in business. That's upsetting, and it makes me wonder about a few of the causes. Why were those businesses not able to survive when they had to do so for so long? What's also interesting is the fact that those stats remain relatively stable, despite what is happening in the economy or the world at large. How crazy is that? In Canada, we have slightly more positive numbers, where 4% fail in year one, 30% fail in year five, and roughly 55% fail by year 10. I'd actually like to make a side note about how I love how the Canadian data is reported. You know, it's a touch stereotypical, but the numbers are about survival, not failure. Let's stay positive, eh? Well, as positive as we may be, about one-third of small businesses are not sure that they're going to be able to reopen their doors after COVID-19 because of the financial hit they've taken. And that's according to the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. For the record, I wasn't able to dig up that particular survey, but I've linked to a story based on the report by BNN Bloomberg below. In the U.S., the Society for Human Resource Management reported that 52% of small businesses expect to be out of business within six months as a result of COVID-19. And as regards to the EU, I'm going to be honest and say that trying to find statistics on the potential failure of SMEs due to COVID-19 was bonkers. I lost track of the amount of time I spent searching for hard data other than the amounts of money the governments are pouring into saving SMEs. The best I could do was a study by an American professor who said that 12% of SMEs could fail due to COVID-19, three times the regular failure rate. So in a nutshell, when you stand back and you look at the numbers, things aren't horrific, but they aren't all sunshine and roses either. This is a time when you really need to take a look at your leadership skills in the resilience department. You want to check your own capabilities and see what you need to brush up on, and I have you covered.
Before jumping in any further, let's define resilience. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, resilience is defined as the capability of a strained body to recover its size and shape after deformation caused especially by compressive stress, and also as an ability to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. The Cambridge Dictionary refers to it as the ability to be happy, successful, etc. again after something difficult or bad has happened. According to the American Psychological Association, psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress. And as much as it involves bouncing back, it can also involve profound personal growth. So basically, it means the ability to overcome challenging things and learn and grow from the experience. Which means that resilience isn't a leadership skill only for a global pandemic, but actually a part of successful everyday business management. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So these are great words, but what does resilience in a leader look like? This is something that everyone has a take on their own spin. Most of the spins are similar, and some people are excellent at creating cute named lists. And man, I wish I was one of them. I love a good cute named list. But I also tend to love a holistic approach in most things, and that doesn't always lend itself to cuteness. So the following characteristics are what I consider essential to describing a resilient leader. First, a resilient leader is one who drives their business. She has a goal, visions, and a strategy. A resilient leader runs their business with a clear determination and solves problems as they come up. 
This is a person who remains open to exploring complementary business streams. This person is receptive to thoughts and ideas and is constantly evaluating the current state of affairs, making judgments on how to proceed in order to continue sustainable growth and profit. And what I think to be incredibly crucial to this characteristic is the ability to communicate their ideas, their thoughts and passions around their product or service, around their goals, to their employees, their network, and their community. A resilient leader has the buy-in of those they come into contact with, those who she needs in order to remain successful. Second, a resilient leader is someone who knows what they are good at. This person knows their strengths. They know what has made their business survive as long as it has, and they know what they did to contribute to that longevity. Now for most entrepreneurs, that's a lot of things, as they're usually the only one producing. But no one is good at everything, so a resilient leader is aware of what specifically they contributed that created the sparkle that attracts the customers. That also means they're aware of their weaknesses and how to work around them, how to compensate without losing traction. Third, a resilient leader is one who recognizes that when their business is beginning to slow growth or stagnate, they are actually the cause, and they take action to combat it. This is a skill in its own right, and it's a difficult one to face. I mean, who wants to admit that they are the reason for their business not achieving success? This skill has both an emotional and a managerial aspect to it. There are lots of reasons why and ways how we hold ourselves back. People have written entire books on the topic, such as Dave Hollis's Get Out of Your Own Way. For the record, I haven't read that yet, but I have a half a mind to, as I'm, I am really excellent at getting in my own way. But it is something I'm aware of, and I have to constantly watch. So when I say that this is a difficult one, I know from personal experience. It is way easier to point to a lack of a specific skill, current level of comfort, or the lack of time required to devote to moving on to the next level than it is to have a look at yourself and wondering if you're making excuses. No matter what expert or source you research, not one of them gives, quote, excellent excuse-making, end quote, as a leadership skill. Fourth, a resilient leader has the ability to seek out partners, to collaborate with other companies or entities in order to continue building and moving ahead. A resilient leader is aware of the power of numbers, of the need for a security and support network for those times when either situations require relying on that strength or opportunities present themselves to build upon the security. It can be hard to take your business, your reputation, and your customer base and risk combining it with another's, to lose that bit of control over a project. But a resilient leader is one who has recognized the value in connection and has been involved, invested, in creating a network built on trust, understanding, and common levels of service expectations. And fifth, and finally for my list anyway, a resilient leader is one who takes care of themselves. How do you run a business that makes it past the one-year mark or the 10-year mark without the benefit of good health? How do you continue to innovate, to problem solve, to deal with people who annoy you but pay your bills 
if you aren't in a good place mentally. A resilient leader takes care of herself, makes sure she has systems in place to maintain a decent level of mental and physical fitness. As the business grows, as employees or contractors are hired on, as the client list grows, those people will see someone who takes care of herself, someone who is trustworthy and responsible, who is to be respected because she respects herself enough to take a walk, take a vacation, or to simply set boundaries around what encroaches on her personal time. Someone who is able to value their health as an asset to their business, amongst other things, will role model and unconsciously set expectations for employees to keep themselves healthy and well, with a further knock-on effect of a happy and healthy person interacting with your clients, leaving a nice initial impression. And this might sound like it's a bit of a stretch, but it's a real thing, and we will talk about it more in an upcoming episode. So although a resilient leader is many things, all of the main characteristics or skill sets intertwine in some way. The skills that we'll be looking at in future episodes are the abilities to drive your business with determination and strategy, to know your strengths, to know when you are getting in your own way and to rectify that situation, to collaborate with others in order to ensure longevity and access to new customers, and to prioritize your own health. Basically, we are going to look at being resilient all the way to success, baby, no matter what success looks like to you. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. 